Blog Talk Radio. Favorite thing of all times right now. Well, 
for the moment. Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah, man, we're going to talk about Fifty Shades of Grey. Game, for those who, you know, who don't know about it, we're going to update you and let you know what's going on with the game, the app and everything, and the movie. So Fifty Shades of Grey. And WBNC might have something up our sleeves with Fifty Shades of Grey. Combination we might be doing, you know, two worlds colliding together. Radio and Fifty Shades. Be on the lookout for that. Um, and we're going to give you the What's the F Wednesdays moment. We're going to give you the best WCW moment, you know, Women's Fresh Wednesday. We're going to give a big shout-out to Mona Davis. She made a cover, y'all. Moni Davis, sorry. Uh, We're going to talk about the Atlanta Exes. Y'all know that show, the Atlanta Exes? Yeah. No wonder Usher loves to go, yo. I swear, man, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about Atlanta in general because of Love and Hip Hop Atlanta, Atlanta Exes. So many things going down in Atlanta right now. We're going to get into that. We're going to get into the contest, the giveaways, the gifts, the lucky caller numbers, um, the cash prizes, you know, from Visa, NASCAR, gift certificates to your favorite restaurants, and so much more. We're going to get into all that good stuff in between. So this is a jam-packed show for y'all today. Get your pens and papers out. We definitely have a lot of information for you guys. Um, let me just start off right now. I'm going to give a... Big shout-out, My Woman Crush Wednesday would have to be my mother, and let's see, I'll say my sister, because they inspired me, not because, you know, I'm looking at them like that, oh, heck no, but they inspired me. They definitely, definitely inspired me to be better me, you know what I mean? So I, I definitely want to give a big shout-out to them and uh, let them know how much I truly, truly love them so very much. But in the meantime... The first things first, let's get into this whole uh, James Foley situation right now. Now, James Foley was a journalist who was taken back in 2012, I believe. He was kidnapped, kidnapped back in 2012. Um, he's a journalist. And apparently there's the, the ISIS, IS, this Islamic State. And this is what really gets me because a certain, the Israel of my family has Islam, are, are Muslims. I have family members who are Muslims, very close to me. Family members are very, very close. My stepfather, my aunt, everybody on his side, you know, um, some on my mother's side. Uh, are Muslim, and I hate when people who, I, I don't know this side of Islam. A lot of people say, oh, I'm Islam and Muslim terrorist, this, there. I don't, I don't know that side of it. I honestly don't. My whole, I've known them, my mom's and her boyfriend, uh, I'm sorry, Beyonce now, who's like a stepfather. I mean, she's been with him. Since I was, since I was, uh, I say, hmm, since I was like four months or so, she's known him my whole life. So I never saw the side of it. I've never ever seen this side of it. You know, of people wanting to kill each other and and the hate crimes. That's not Islam. That's not, that's not Muslim. That's not, you know, this is just 
the devil got into them and unfortunately is portraying something else. But um like I was saying, Islamic State um put out a video with James Foley and made James Foley uh made James Foley um basically say that um US is responsible. Um made him say that um they put the net they nailed the last coffin into his uh didn't put the nail the last nail into the coffin. Um, he was beheaded by Islamic militants on Tuesday, and they just made it today by U.S. National Security Council. says that it is authentic. His whereabouts had been unknown since Thanksgiving 2012 when he disappeared in Syria. He was working on the Boston-based news website for Global Post. He's four years old. He received a master's degree from South Northwestern, Medill School of Journalism in 08. He was re- he's remembered by professors there as a cap- the capable and good-natured person who knew he wanted to cover a foreign conflict. He left one hell of an impression on me, says Stephen Garnett, who taught fully in intense introductory course. Garnett also remembers his one-time student as a dedicated to disposal people, such as those hurt in armed conflict. Foley's captured in Syria was the second time he had been taken prisoner while reporting on foreign conflict. The first came in Libya, where he was released in 2011 after 44 days of captivity. After that, he returned to Northwest to give a talk. Garnett said he spoke with Foley then, and the former student gave him an enthusiastic hug. The instructor said he asked if plans to return to the foreign conflict, and Foley said, of course. He didn't back down from it. He was uh, a very loving and dedicated person to his profession. And um, he definitely said, uh, you know, he would go back. He was a person who had a lot of guts down at all. He wasn't some cowboy or some, you know, redneck or something you want to say. Um, Ellen Shearer, who was another professor he, who taught him during the journalism school and program in Washington, D.C., he was, he was prepared for conflict journalism, and he produced vivid images she said that he wanted to show the impact of conflict not from the perspective of geopolitics or world leaders, but from the perspective perspective of the people who were being killed and the families of them being affected. He just really was intrigued by what the conflicts mean on the ground and the people's lives how they changed the world for people in the midst of of everything that's going on. So he didn't want to, you know, just talk about what 
the politics side was or, or what we saw through TV and stuff. He wanted to actually let us know what's going on the ground with the people right there in the middle of it, you know. Um, so rest in peace to him. He was outgoing and he's fun. Um, a lot of friends and family say and, and old colleagues, he tended to address people as bro or dude, Garnet said. During his player Morgana, Giles wrote after Foley's more recent disappearance that he had been generous and even tempered, tempered in her experience. Tempered, I'm sorry, in her experience working alongside him in the Middle East. Everybody, everywhere, takes a liking to Jim as soon as they meet him. Men like him for his good humor and tendency to address everyone as bro or homie or dude after their first handshake. Women like him for his broad smile, broad shoulders, and because, well, women just like him, she wrote. So I wanted to tell everybody, uh, his parents say he's a very courageous one and that um, he would definitely not be forgotten in any way, shape, or form. And, and we thank him. Uh, a lot of people don't don't remember those journalists and uh, the reporters and, you know, just people that have to go on the ground along with the military and, and the soldiers and stuff. You have everyday people that just have to go out there and do uh, everything that's going on. All right. Uh, the most dangerous place to be in journalists and other fascinating news about this. You can find, excuse me, you can find um, more information on James Foley on our website, wbmcradio.com, or you can go to our Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook page, which is wbmcradio, or you can go to my page, Josie.board on Facebook, Tavy underscore baby on Instagram and Twitter. All right, so let's talk about this Ebola. Every time I fall around, somebody is passing away because of this Ebola crisis. They have an experimental Ebola drug, right? And it's needed right now for up to 30,000 people. London has up to 30,000 people that could have used experimental treatments are vaccines so far in the world's worst outbreak of Ebola, currently plaguing West Africa. British scientists said on Wednesday, the calculation highlights the dilemma facing officials considering how to dispute the tiny quarantines of unproven drugs that they are likely to be available in the near term to fight the deadly disease. WHO, which is the World Health Organization, is hoping for improval and for the improved supplies of experimental treatments in progress for the vaccine by the end of the year. After last week backing the use of untested drugs and vaccines, Olivia Brady at the University of Oxford and her colleagues have been crunching the numbers and believe the number of people needing such treatment are protected, or protection is very large. 
even under a conservative scenario. This demand is likely to be higher than many people realize, Brady says. And many people aren't realizing that we are trying to crunch the numbers down and get this out there to everyone around the world. But this epidemic is spreading more rapidly than we can come we then we can crush these numbers down. So basically they're trying to get the the vaccine and the treatment out there, but the epidemic of this outbreak is spreading so rapidly around the world that they're and especially in those uh West African and British countries sorry, countries that they haven't been able to get the numbers crunched down fast enough for each woman and get everything done and reproduce everything quick enough to save lives because it's spreading quicker than they can, you know, put it out there. They said our analyzations is crude and has very clear limitations, but it does demonstrate that for treatment and prevention and, and prevention to be rolled out evenly and fairly, stocks must be scaled up subconsciously. I can't talk today, y'all. And I can't never say the words. Anyway. As of August 16th, who found it, who is the, you know, the health university um, organization, uh, who says that one rare experimental drug, ZMAP, has already been used on two American aid workers and is now being given to three African healthcare workers who show symptoms of the disease all of whom have shown very promising signs of recovery. But California-based MAP, Biophomalogistic Clinton, yeah, y'all not getting started, so, which makes the drugs, the, person, the company that makes the drugs, has said its source supplies, its scarce supplies are now exhausted and producing more will take time. It is currently working with Kentucky Bioprocessing and the U.S. government to accelerate scaled-up production. All we can basically do now is pray that they are able to get, you know, something on time, get, you know, get the drug moving on time because Ebola is spreading all over the place but they're not able to keep up with it. They're not able to even, you know, cure everybody in time, basically. So we, we definitely got to uh, do something about this. We're going to take a break right now. We're going to get to, to Mariah Carey. And when we come back, we're going to get to further than this month. So we're going to take a break. Mariah Carey has some more drinks coming up. We'll be back in a minute. This is the real important to be up 347-847-4487. WBMC Radio. We didn't change the station. We changed the game. You need to go. Don't look so surprised. But a little romance is rude. 
no shame I want you, don't play All types of sweet things Jump from my lips to you on a roll, baby You meet me, down sound Sing it, girls, home now I'm homebound What you say, cause I'm really wanting you to Cause you're looking like a perfect love song Girl, you got me Most 
black on my dad with my finger on the shirt. I be grinding that side out there with my niggas. And I ain't going in, it's on with my nigga, my nigga, my nigga. My nigga, my nigga, Wait, my nigga front of me, he the reason I'm straight My nigga got a help, my nigga got late My nigga we ain't my nigga get a plate I'm still here and listen, my nigga, my nigga My nigga, my nigga, shit, my nigga, my nigga I fuck a nigga, bitch, my nigga, my nigga If a nigga talk shit, then he ain't my nigga, my nigga, my nigga My nigga, my nigga, my nigga My nigga, my nigga, my nigga My niggas, my niggas, I need a set of wings, cause I'm too fly, nigga. Tell them all about my business, like a suit and tie, nigga. I ride for my niggas, but then I'ma ride for my motherfucking niggas. Most likely I'ma die with my finger on the trigger. I've been grinding outside all day with my niggas, and I ain't going in, it's on with my nigga, my nigga, my nigga. My nigga, my nigga.
This is Mellow Man Ace, Godfather Latin Hip Hop, and right now you're tuned in to WBMC Radio. Keep it locked, baby.
generations and nation is new pets. Next, with that real cola, take the put the pee in your pet. S.I. won't lie, we sipping on the set. We definitely on set, definitely in check. With that real cola, take this new pet. See next, there's no context when you're drinking a feather. You're in the north, the south, the east, or the west. With that new Pepsi Cola for Pepsi next. Drink it to believe it. What's up, everybody? You are live back on WBNC Radio, the real report. I hope you enjoyed that musical break right there. We just had another drink, another new drink playing in there by August and featuring Nicki Minaj. That was No Love. And had a finger of the new drink from Ryan Carey, another new one. And a couple other ones up in there. So I hope you enjoyed the musical break. All right, so let's get right back into the topics right now. I know everybody's hitting me up. The phone lines are blowing up. Y'all want to get back. Uh, and if you want to comment, remember, just press 1. If you're listening online, 347-857-4487, call in. Our hashtag is The Real Report on Twitter and Instagram or even on Facebook. You can also go to our page on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, WBNC Radio, or holler at your girl on Instagram and Twitter. That is Tavy underscore baby on Instagram and Twitter, and jazzy.boyd on Facebook. All right, so Ferguson, 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 Ferguson. It is bananas in Ferguson right now, y'all. Like, y'all have no idea it's bananas in Ferguson right now. Like, they going through mad crap out there. Trayvon Martin's mom even wrote an open letter to um, Michael Brown's mother. And, you know, Mar goes out to them. Nellie, she was marching with them the other day for the protesters. There's an officer, you know, that pointed his rifle at a protester who was recording everything. And this is another lesson, you know, that's going on out here, of how not to handle a situation. An unnamed officer on Elmer Bud, Ferguson, Missouri, pointed a rifle at a demonstrator and members of the press last night. Another cop walked over to calm his itchy trigger finger colleagues. Protesters demand the officer's name to know uh, available to know his name and nobody would give it to them. Only to have the officer point his rifle yet again at the crowd when they demanded to know his name. The The incident transpired on the ninth night of the protest following the killing of unarmed black teenager Michael Brown by a white police officer, Darren Wilson. So I, I don't think, you know, even though Zimmerman wasn't on, Zimmerman wasn't a cop, he was no, you know, big time cop like that. He was a neighborhood watcher or whatever. I, I don't know what you think this authority Figures, this is a message to y'all because y'all think y'all can get away with it. 
um, because you have that badge or armor or that thing that, you know, your authority, um, and you feel like you can just get away with it because you can, but definitely not. Like, I just want to let y'all know that you can't get away. Everybody, all you drug dealers out there, all you um, strip club goers, um, if we can't put our money into something that's worth it, such as, you know, cancer patients and diseases and stuff of that nature, can we at least, can we at least, put the money where it needs to go and helping to protect the streets and helping protect the black African, you know, African-Americans, teenage boys, because not all teenage boys are out there in the streets and doing drugs and doing this and that and whatnot. A lot of them are out there trying to move on with their life and, and get away from the hardships and be successful, entrepreneurs and, and so forth. So I asked the police to police. And all the protesters out there who come from other states to say you are supporting and so forth, don't call the bigger scene of what's needed. We don't need you to go out there and start, you know, doing handmade bombs and whatnot and throwing them at the police and fighting the police for no reason. Trust me, I just as much as plenty others, Trayvon Martin's mother, Michael Brown's mother, um, the unknown uh, I'm sure we don't have a name for him yet, 23-year-old that was just, you know, dealing with the stabbing and the shooting and stuff, uh, killed by the police, he's unknown name, um, 23-year-old black African, you know, African-American boy a couple of days ago, three miles outside of Ferguson. We don't need you doing extra for the people who are coming from out of state because that is what they're, they're looking for us to do. They are looking for us as African-Americans, Man, woman, child, and different. They are looking for us to sit there and just go through and act like we ain't got no home training. They used to say that we were monkeys and gorillas and stuff of that nature and animals um, back in the day. And they still sit I'm not going to say back in the day. They still do to this day. So it's very vital, very important for those who are going out, I have a couple of friends who are actually traveling to Ferguson to, you know, be a part of it. So I'm asking you guys, you travel out there, first of all, travel safely. Second of all, do not go out there to cause drama. Go out there to make peace. They already have enough going on of people getting killed. There was something like... Let me get the exact number here for you. I believe there was something like 48 or 70. Actually, it was more than that. It was like 78 uh, protesters were already arrested. I believe it was like 78. I was just trying to see if I see it real quick. But um, as I'll see it on here real quick. But, yes. There's like something like 78 people already being arrested and and all kinds of stuff. Now, they just gave us an update. 
didn't say it was Darren Wilson. Um, the Ferguson police officer whose favorite shooting of Michael Brown touched off more than a week ago demonstrates suffered severe facial injury, including in a brutal eye socket fracture and was nearly beaten unconscious by Brown moments before firing his gun. A source close to the department, department's top brass told Fox News. The assistant police sheriff took him to the hospital. His face was swollen on one side, said the insider. He was beaten very severely. According to the well-placed source, Wilson coming off another case in the neighborhood on August 9th when he ordered Michael Brown and his friend Dorian Johnson to stop walking in the middle of the road because they were obstructing traffic. However, the confrontation quickly escalated into physical violence, the source said. They ignored him, and the officer started to get out of the car to tell them to move, the source said. They shoved him right back in. That's when Michael Brown leans in and starts beating Officer Wilson in the head and the face. The source claims that there is, there is solid proof that there was a struggle between Brown and Wilson for the policeman's firearm, resulting in the gun going off, although it still remains unclear at this stage who pulled the trigger. Brown started to walk away, according to the account, to Wilson to draw his gun and order him to free. Brown, the source said, raised his hands in the air and turned around saying, what, you going to shoot me? Now, this is some bullcrap. This is a straight bullcrap. Let me tell you why this is some bullcrap. Because this this is leading back to some Trayvon Martin bullcrap because them men claimed that there was a struggle. Remember that? There was a struggle. Mm-hmm. This is aggravating. It, it, it really aggravates my nerves. But there was a struggle supposedly, right? You just heard me read. That's from Fox News, according to Fox News, and CNN reports. There's a witness that says that Darren was supposedly beaten, and that he had a big struggle with Michael Brown. Mm-hmm. Um. First of all, what happened to the other boy? There's another dude there. Remember his friend that was there? Supposedly Dorian Johnson. Okay. But he, Dorian Johnson stood to the side while Michael Brown reached in the police car. And after he pushed, after he allegedly pushed Wilson back in the car, beat the crap out of Wilson, struggled to get his gun, couldn't get it, and then he walked away, and as he's walking away, and poor Wilson being all beaten and his eyes socket all fractured up, gets out the car and tells him to freeze, and apparently Michael turns around with his hands up. He turns around, 
and says, what are you going to do, shoot me? So Wilson decided to shoot him. Now, keep in mind, this is what I say is some bull crap. Not just because, you know, I'm not going to play a race card too bad like that and say, you know, um, you know, uh, it was just because he's black and this and that. No. I don't even see the report right now. But let's keep in mind that Brown was shot more than once. He was also shot in the head, I believe. Yeah, I believe he was shot in the head. I don't have the that report right in front of me, but I believe he was shot right in his hand, in his head. But supposedly... But supposedly, um, he says that I just don't understand. He was sitting there and he turned around with his hands up. I believe that that's not the way it went. I believe that Wilson, because why is this story just not coming out that he was supposedly beaten? Why is this just now coming out? Why didn't this story come out the other day or when it first happened? What was the reports and stuff saying that, you know, he was beaten to death, basically, and this, that, and the third, and I don't believe it. I I absolutely don't believe it at all. So for all of those who are tuning in, uh, remember, you can call me listen online. If you want to say anything about this, hashtag the report, or call us 347-857-4487. I need you to remember schoolgirls in Malaysia Airplane, which I want you to still do. If y'all, if y'all stop doing it, you need to keep on doing this. But um, I definitely want you to... Uh, Hashtag, I'm putting it out there right now. I want you to hashtag, I want you to hashtag Ferguson. I want you to hashtag, um, I want you to hashtag, uh, sorry, I was just reading what I'm writing here. Trying to write for y'all at the same time. All right, I want you to hashtag Ferguson. I want you to hashtag Don't Shoot. I want you to hashtag Hands Up. And I want you to hashtag Mike Brown. Okay, y'all got that? So again, I want you to hashtag Ferguson. Don't Shoot. Mm, hands Up. Mike Brown. Let me see that one more time. I'll say it one more time. I need you to hashtag. I need you to hashtag Ferguson. Don't shoot. We'll be back right after you break. I just want to thank God for all the pretty women he led into my life. All the bitches he let me count. 
Got a swag on deck, like they never met A swag like S, put the mother girls to rest Got me feeling like I'm rocking with the best Got me feeling like I'm rocking with the best With a body so right, shoot gang me Face like that, girl, you need to be with me Got me feeling like I'm rocking with the best Got me feeling like I'm rocking with the best Can I kick it? Yeah. 
Alright, that was Kayla's hey, Shake It All. I'm not sure that plays this for you guys. Um, I have a little technical difficulties in the studio right now. But hopefully you guys heard it. If not, we definitely gonna play it again for you later on the show or tomorrow and it'll be crystal clear for you guys by then. But that was Kayla's hey, Shake It All. If you gotta Google it, go see the video. Her video is remarkable. Um, like I said, I like it. I really like it. That might be my new theme song. All you haters out there and people like to talk pure junk. But I love you guys anyway because you are what brightens up my day at times. So, yeah. Um, I definitely want to make sure that you guys play that one right there. 
that that's the new theme song I feel for this band. Uh, let me know what you think. Uh, I'll do all mine right now. Press that one. Let me know what you think about it. That was Taylor says, uh, shake it off. All right. So, actually, I'm going to get another drink right now. And then I'm going to put a couple of tweets out there. And then I'm going to tell you guys about all the new things you can expect. And I'm going to give you one of our new categories that we're going to be doing on Wednesday when we come back right after this break. Piggy uh-huh. <laughs> Eggs. I got one more problem with you, girl. Hey. Sorry, y'all. I'm here. Get my jam on. 
This is the real important decision, girl. Tavy, hit me up on Twitter. It's Tavy underscore baby. All people who's calling it right now, be sure you get press that one to holler at me. Um, if you listen online, then definitely call in three four seven eight five seven forty four eighty seven. Uh, you can hashtag the real report on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, anywhere on the web, and we will be able to get to you. Just make sure you put the hashtag in front of it. All right. Guess what, y'all? Enough about all the bad things in the world. Let's talk about some positive for just a moment. Now, Little League star Moni Davis. I remember it's pronounced Monet, Moni Davis. Gets the cover of Sports Illustrated. She's only 13. Seeing that this little beautiful African American child is 13 years old and she gets the cover of Sports Illustrated. Over the weekend, Moni used her 70 miles per hour fastball to throw a shutout in the Mid Atlantic Final that sent her team to World Series. Then she became the first female pitcher to ever win a little little league series game with a two hitter, a no run game, and a four four to zero win over Nashville. Now I'm not too much into sports like that. Well, I'm a you know football Ravens all day and basketball Celtics all day, but. Baseball, I'm not too much into. But, yeah, let me tell you, 13-year-old, it's common sense. 13-year-old, literally, just score Sports Illustrated cover, 70 miles per hour basketball. She just hit a two-hitter, no-run, game 4-0, win over Nashville. Yeah, man. Listen to this quote she tells him. To be honest, I never thought I'd be famous for baseball, she said. She told the magazine, I want to play basketball, and I could also do both basketball and baseball, but I really want to play basketball. So what were you doing at 13 years old? For all you people out there, what were you doing at 13 years old? I want to know what y'all is on at 13 years old. Because this boy girl right here, and she's, oh, there's so many talented people out there. It's bananas, yeah. Like, this is straight bananas how many talented souls are out there. But big ups to her. She's doing the daggone thing. Congratulations to her. Now, I spoke a challenge. I was talking about this earlier. The ice bucket challenge. <sighs> so many people. I mean, it's good. It's for a good cause. It definitely is for a good cause. But listen, I. I mean, I feel like we should start something for Carrie to come. How about that? Carrie Collins challenge, where you at? I'm going to start something for Carrie Collins. Watch. Give me by tomorrow or by next week. Okay, I'll be back on Monday through Wednesday next week. So by next week, by next week, watch what happens. 
we're going to have a, another challenge going on. And I want to see any people pick on to this. Because, I mean, I definitely big ups to them. Uh, nothing against them at all. Because, yes, definitely for ALS represent all day. Um, donate right now or do the Ice Bucket Challenge and donate as many as to love the door right now. Do that one. But I want to see how many people are going to join in for a character bonus. Patience, such as myself and others. I'm going to be looking for something good. I'm going to talk to my friends over at the Character Bonus Foundation in Boston, National Character Bonus Foundation, because it's, it's Crazy to do research with them. Um, I'm actually really one of their child studies right now, and it's been doing very well for me. Um, the glass lenses is doing actually very well. So, uh, but they cost money. It's three thousand a pop, so and that's per eye. So, um, three thousand dollars per eye. So, I definitely want you to. Do the Ice Bucket Challenge, but I want to do a Charity Corner Challenge. And let's see what happens. I'm putting that out there right now. I want to see what happens. We have to do a Charity Corner Challenge. And we're going to see how many people actually participate in helping with the study for Character Bonus. <clears throat> but, yeah, I want to see how many people you actually know what Character Bonus is. But Monday, that's going to be our topic on Monday. We're going to talk about Character Bonus patients. And um, what to do for them. Okay? All right. Next topic. Uh, 20 minutes of the hour right now. Next topic, we're going to get into Atlanta in general. Atlanta is off the chain right now. Like, I don't know what's going on with y'all. I can't wait till next show Monday. I wish that I could see the show for Cedar Reunion Special and then do a show. <laughs> I don't know. We might do some special scheduling that day. I don't know. Because it's off the chain. Mimi and Stevie, Phoebe and Mimi, are they getting back together? Are they getting back together? Something told me, and I think they are ready together, but then you see all these pictures that are just now surfacing. Let me tell you a little tidbit for the entertainment world because I'm on the inside right now. One things we used to do, because I ran a magazine for many years and we're about to have another one come out. Um, a lot of people, especially tabloids, they hold on, especially when you pay them a certain amount of money, they hold on to certain pictures so they can be released at a certain time just to stir up things, you know what I mean? So you see Mimi and Phoebe in the show, like, they're about to get back together. There's something about to happen. But then they, uh, but then they, uh, and tabloids and stuff, and you know, all these papers and gossip columns, and you know, on the internet and stuff. Um, 
Stevie and Jocelyn together. But then you also hear Jocelyn was around the way doing all this stuff and this and that. But newsflash, Jocelyn just did I book the challenge, staying right there with Stevie. Like, they're all happy and whatnot. So what's really going on? Remember these shows were taped months ago. Okay? Taped in advance. Y'all know what's going on, y'all. Stevie, Mimi, that's when somebody call in and let me know what's going on. Three, four, thirty, five, seven, forty, four, eight, seven. I know what's going on. Because personally, I mean, Stevie, 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 you're the playboy. But everybody lives and learns. You live and you learn. Right? Right. So I feel that he deserves another chance because you live. You learn. <laughs> so, um, we're going to see what happens with that. But, in the meantime, let's get into Atlanta X. What y'all think about Atlanta X? I can see now why, why, uh, Usher, well, I mean, I can't say I can see now why, because, I mean, I'm not with the chick. But based on her attitude, the way she'd be asking me, I'm talking about her often, you know, Usher, that's why, I'm talking about her. I can see why she, why he probably left old girl. Usher probably sitting there like, yo, you see what I'm talking about now? Yeah, see what I'm talking about? Do you see what I have to do with on a regular basis? Do you understand where I'm coming from? Do you understand... Why I can't mess with her? Do y'all see that now? Okay. I'm glad y'all see that. <laughs> I probably said that just like that. Yeah, man. You know what I mean? So, I don't care for it. I, to be honest, I think I had a little attitude. She's trying to judge people that sent me. I'm turning it off. I, I didn't even watch the last episode. I couldn't mess with her. I couldn't. I, I try to watch it so I can give y'all the update. Ooh, so we can chit chat about this. But I can't mess with her for real, for real. But anyway, all right, the moment you all have been waiting for, let's get into these contests and stuff that we're going to start doing. That's been done. All right, starting. And I want some music playing in the background just because I can. Um, starting every Wednesday, from now on, every Wednesday. I hear the music. All right, starting from now on, every Wednesday, we are going to have What the F Wednesdays, which is going to showcase a lot of What the F moments throughout the week, um, uh, so far as the week and prior, What the F Wednesdays. And, you know how you got to do this Women Crush Wednesdays? We're going to start showcasing on my page, um, maybe, but definitely for sure on on um, our Instagram, Twitter, and our Facebook on WBNC Radio, we're going to showcase the best Women Crush Wednesday. Now, I want the best of the best. Y'all want to hit us up. You can tag us on Instagram, tag us on Facebook, send it to our, our Twitter for now, you know, DM to us. But I want the best Women Crush Wednesday. And the reason we don't, it's going to be our Women Crush, we're going to pick the best one each week on Wednesday. But I want you to send us your best pick, ladies. Now, I don't want no 
freaky dicky, half naked, you know, everything showing, coochie looks showing, all that. I don't, I don't want all that. All right? Absolutely not. I don't want that. But what I do want to see, me personally, but I, you know, I'm only seeing a whole new channel all these dudes. They probably want coochie love, so I don't know. But I want educated women on the job doing the thing. Huh? But send us yourself, tag us on Instagram, Facebook. I am going to be putting mad links out there tonight and mad instructions out there tonight for y'all to catch on. Alright? And each Wednesday, when we pick somebody, that person is going to get a prize. Okay? This is where our prize is coming. Now, it's either going to be a cash prize, or it could be a gift certificate, or it's going to be something of that nature. But you're going to get a gift of some sort. We're going to get a gift. For the fans, one more question the day, we're going to get a gift. Alright? Now, I'm not going to tell you too much about what's at Wednesdays right now. But I can tell you one of the moments what's at Wednesdays. The reason I say, you know what, let me start with on this show. Because one of the moments what's at Wednesdays is now, this shows that you will love. If you can do this, this means that you are truly. Truly, truly in love, okay? You have a couple who sat there and used nothing but emojis the whole time talking to each other via text for a whole month. And they were in two different places because he had to go to business. From my understanding, the husband had to go on a business trip. So they had to just, you know, text each other, email each other, and this and that. So every time they email, text, anything that required them to write, they sat there and texted nothing but emojis for the whole entire month. And, you know, communication is a very important stage when you're in a deep relationship like that. So... But then they be sitting there doing emojis like they, they, they love each other. <laughs> but they're going to take the time to sit there and text nothing but emojis for the whole entire month. I can't even stand talking, texting with emojis on Facebook. People be inboxing me and you guys be hitting me up on Twitter with these emoji contacts. I'm like, yo, what does that mean? <laughs> what is that face? What is this? Oh, Lord, I can't. I can't. Another thing, there was a giant, and these rats are getting O.D. brave, okay? I mean, they getting O.D. brave. There was a rat in the subway, in the subways, not the restaurant, the subway um, platform. You know, we take the, the train subway? Okay. There was a rat. So brave, this dude started filming the, the, the rat. Because um, the rat started coming towards him. 
this is a what the F move for real, for real, because I would not keep filming. First of all, I ain't going to film a rat. That's, that's just straight up, first of all. But this dude was filming the rat. And the rat got so brave, it started coming towards him. Like, it really was running towards him, and he had to run away from the rat. Thankfully, he wasn't bitten or nothing. You know, everybody's okay, but... The rat got gully, like, over on you film me? All right, here. Let me get my 15 minutes of fame. You know what I mean? 15 seconds of fame. So, yeah. That's, that's the now. All right. Another thing is, people love Derek Jeter so much. I'm going to share this story for y'all. They love Derek Jeter so much that... They sat there and did a cornfield maze of Daryl Jeter. Like, yeah, for real, for real. They sat there and did a maze of Daryl Jeter. His whole face, you know, is a huge, giant corn maze in the shape of Daryl Jeter's face. And then it says, Vaughn, I can't even read the whole thing. Let me see if they tell me everything it says. Ron Thon Corn in New Jersey created a five-acre maze dedicated to the retiring Yankees star. It says, thanks, Captain Clutch. And his jersey number is in... Okay, that's what it is. It says, thanks, Captain Clutch. And it has a jersey number. And it has a face and everything. And it has Ron Thon Corn. They're going to be getting a major publicity for that one. They won't get major publicity for that. All right. Another thing. Family captures a thousand pound alligator after a ten hour battle. They're going to get mad moolah for that as well. But why are you catching alligators? People are going crazy. I can't. People are just going crazy around these sheep. Like they they went crazy. So that was enough for what the Wednesday's moment. What the Wednesday is gonna give you the craziest sheep of the day and, and stuff of that nature. Um things gonna be going on. And like I said, that's WCW. I'm gonna be posting uh more details on that for sure. For sure, for sure. And uh let you guys get in on that one. All right. Then we have our contest. We have our contest. We have our giveaways. You know, giveaway prizes. And we're going to have a lucky caller. Um, I'm going to put that number out there. Like I said, I'm going to be putting a lot out there tonight. Um, a lucky caller. And we're going to have, uh, you know, of course, our, our gift certificates and uh, our gift certificates, um, our Visa card, our MasterCard. 
So I was just sitting there typing for y'all at the same time, trying to multitask for y'all people. <laughs> but we're going to be having visas, our mask cards, our gift certificates, these food restaurants, and more. Um, our, uh, yeah, that's basically it. We're going to have um, different sponsors that's going to be giving away. So ladies, you know, on them Instagram boutiques and stuff that be, you uh, Selling stuff and whatnot, yeah, they definitely. We got a couple of them on deck that's gonna be doing uh, gift things well, and then really wasted, really wasted is like this whole movement right now, and it's not what y'all think. Like y'all think you get really wasted, like you drink and get really wasted. It's not that type of party. Really wasted is um because I've been running my mouth too much, so I'm gonna tell you right to this break. Stay tuned. This is the real report. Three four seven eight five seven forty four eighty seven. I'm about to get into that Chris Brown and I'm sorry, Rihanna featuring Chris Brown. Three minutes for a ticket. Happy birthday to all those out there celebrating today. Face. <laughs> 
And all week long, I will be putting up numerous links, numerous photos, pictures, all kinds of stuff for you guys. But all the things that this told you today, all these great new things, we're going to start in like the best WDC. The best WCW, one Wednesdays. So, what's the S Wednesdays? We're going to be giving out a lucky caller. Mondays, I want to be Money Mondays. So, we are going to be giving away cash prizes and gift cards and certificates all time. Um, every week, just about. We're going to be giving all kinds of stuff away. Might pay a bill for you. So, definitely be sure to tune in and rock out with us each and every week. This is the real report. This is your guest, Heavy. Much love to you guys. I hope you enjoy the rest of your week. Be sure to tune in tomorrow. Chapter Jamming, uh, House Party Music, all kinds of music getting in from my boy's Dirty Fingers. And then on Friday, special guest DJ Fro, what up? See you out there doing your thing. And then on Saturday, of course, Mr. Black Dollar is doing his thing. But Unsigned Grind, all you unsigned artists, it's not too late to submit your music right now. WZC Radio at gmail.com. Information in so we can be able to play that or play your music out there. Then, of course, on Sunday, we have my boy, Dion holding it down, spiritual spoken revelations. Give me a spiritual uplifting, uh, start your week off right, start the day off right on Sundays. 8 a.m. And I'm sorry, Saturday is from 10 p.m. to 12 a.m. Monday through Friday is, of course, 5 to 7. So check you guys next week. Much love to you guys. Enjoy your night. Enjoy your week. This is Keisha Close Sheet, and I'm going to close the show out with my boys, Trey Song, and I guess Chris Brown. You know they're going to be going on tour soon, and Rick Ross. But right now we're going to get to this Keisha Close Sheet. I just wanna be lost in fun. I just wanna be this one top this up. I didn't know why they go back in the hole. I didn't know why they do back in the hole. I didn't know why they do back in the hole. I didn't know why they do back in the